episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast is brought to you by Her Blueprint Prep Academy. If you are a single woman and you are ready to prepare for your future husband the right way, attract your future kingdom husband and stop attracting all the wrong men, grow your relationship with God, find out your function as a woman, gain self-confidence and love, then this 90-day mentorship is for you. Prepare to be found in 90 days. 90 days of intensive group mentorship designed to help single women prepare for and attract their future husbands. This group mentorship is designed to take you from wondering if you will ever be married, frustration, tears, being with the wrong men and feeling like God does not hear your prayers to operating as a wife before you're even married, clarity, a closer relationship with God, developing a sisterhood and attracting your kingdom husband. Within this 90 day mentorship, you will get live weekly calls, VIP access to Marissa Janae, future wife goal setting, a community of wives and waiting to support you on your journey, single woman to wife transformation celebration, results driven preparation for courtship and to attract your future husband. So if this sounds like you, make sure that you go right now to bit.ly, that's B as in boy, I-T dot L-Y, forward slash, all capitals, prepare and be found. Again, that's bit.ly, forward slash, all capitals, prepare and be found. Applications are being accepted right now. Only 10 women will be chosen for this 90-day mentorship. Let's start the show. You're listening to the Bougie Boss Podcast, a podcast specifically designed for the classy bossed up woman who's looking to build her empire and start living the life that she deserves. I am your host, Marissa Janine. So grab a glass of wine, sit back, take notes and enjoy the show. Welcome. Welcome back to the Bougie Boss Podcast. This is your host, Marissa Janae, Kingdom Boss Serial Entrepreneur and your favorite Christian lifestyle coach, bringing you another episode of the Bougie Boss Podcast. Hello, my babes. Welcome back to another week. I hope that you are enjoying your Monday. If you are just waking up, good morning. If you're listening to this in the afternoon, I hope that you are having a great afternoon. And for those who are listening throughout the week, I hope that you are having a blessed week. I just want to welcome those who are listening for the very first time. Welcome. You are now a part of my babe squad. So welcome to the podcast and make sure that you comment, that you rate this podcast and that you subscribe so you can get weekly podcasts right to your inbox or notifications from the platform and that you are listening on. And for my babes that have been rocking with me from day one, welcome back my babes. And I do want to make an announcement guys. Um, We are now on Spotify. So if you have a Spotify uh, account, go ahead and subscribe over there on Spotify. Also within the show notes, I have put a link so that you can get the podcast right to 
your email each and every Monday. If you're not subscribed on any of the platforms, it'll come right to your email and you can just click on the link and listen right from your email. So once again, welcome to this week's podcast. Um, let me see. Over the weekend, I really didn't have much going on over the weekend. Um, I got some download, more downloads about my future husband, guys. And I think I told you guys before that I would be moving in September, but God has changed up the plans, honey, okay? And I am no longer moving to the location that I thought I would be moving to. And I can go ahead and release the, the location that I was supposed to be moving to. I was supposed to be moving to Atlanta, Georgia, guys, I thought. But that was all on my own control, on my own accord. Me thinking, you know, that this is where I'm supposed to be, but really not hearing exactly, you know, what God was really trying to tell me in that moment. Yes, I was to move, but it was not to the place that I thought I was going to be moving. So what was downloaded to me is that I will be moving in a certain month where my future husband is. So I have to go where he is. So I hope he's not living in Alaska or Russia. <laughs> or any other place. Hopefully it's a beautiful place, but all of God's creation is good. So I'm excited about what's to come for that and excited about, you know, us both just being revealed to each other. Um, he is close. He is nearby. I told you guys that we are connected. So he is very, very, very close. And people around me that have been a part of this journey um, feel him too and know that he's close as well. So enough about that. I am just so excited about the guests that we have on for today. Um, actually, I met uh, this beautiful woman on Instagram uh, through a coaching program that I was a part of called the Posh Girls Club. And basically, it's a society. I don't even want to call it a coaching program. It is just its own little society community just filled with ambitious women that are just looking to build their empire. So I met her in, in the Posh Girls Club. And from there, we kind of built, a, you know, a little relationship. And she has seen me go from strictly being a Christian uh, business coach and consultant, the strictly business to being a Christian lifestyle coach with my focus being single women who are ready to prepare to be found by their kingdom husband. So she has seen the transition. Um, you know, she listens to the podcast and she told me a little bit about her story and meeting her husband. And I said, you know what? I have to have you on the podcast to tell my babes about your story. So I would like to present to you all and bring on this podcast, Miss Jamie Newton. Hey, Jamie. Hey, girl. Hey, how are you today? I'm good. How are you? Awesome. I'm just so very happy that you were able to come out of your busy schedule and sit down with me on the podcast and give us a little background about you and let us dig all in your business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I just, you know, I know that this is basically going to help, you know, my listeners out there who are in the process of waiting or, you know, transitioning from, you know, ways of the world and now, you know, in the will of God and waiting for their future husband. So if you could just give us a little background about yourself and what you do. Hi, so my name is Jamie Newton. I'm a knight now, girl. <laughs> Jamie Newton Knight. Um, I coach uh, blended families. So my goal is to help women who are in blended families learn to co-parent in, po in a positive way. And like you said, we met 
in the Posh Girls community, which is an amazing community because it becomes a sisterhood after a while. So, um, but yeah, so my business itself is helping um, parents learn to co-parent positively. But um, so for me and watching your journey and um, hearing one of your podcasts, I was like, Oh, girl, let me let me fill you in a little bit on my story. And so so this is a blessing within itself, because hopefully my story can help someone else uh, along their journey. So my story is that I have um, two children prior to meeting my husband. I had a daughter first. I had her in high school. And then I had my son who I was with his dad for seven years. We were engaged to be married. Um, and. He cheated three months before we were supposed to get married. Um, You know, so dresses were bought. Venue was already in place. Invitations were sent. That sounds like a story. Mm. Mm, All that stuff was already done. I mean, and so when that situation ended, it took me on a personal journey, which I didn't even think that I, I guess I didn't even see my life going in that direction. So after him, I kind of spent time in this, what I feel like when I look back on it was like a lost place. I kind of didn't know my place in the world or just in general, I kind of was like just existing pretty much going day to day, doing whatever, going to work, you know, being a parent, but still not like knowing who I was. Cause I felt completely lost at that point. Cause at the, I was in a relationship with this guy for all those years and a lot of myself was wrapped up in that relationship and that man. And so when that relationship ended, I just spent so much time. I feel like I spent a lot of time wasted. So between like 2002 and maybe 2005, I was just kind of like feeling the world out, hanging out, just like, I, I feel like I listened to you say something before, like you start to spend time wasting time doing things so that you're not busy time, busy time. Exactly. Right. Yes. So I started going to the club. Like I'm a grown woman with a, with kids at this point and I'm going to the club. Why? <laughs> Cause I didn't want to spend time by myself. Right. I didn't want to stop. I, I needed to keep going. Cause if I stopped, I felt like the whole world was going to fall apart. I li- and I literally felt that way. So I kept going. I like filled my time with like hanging with my friends. Me and the kids would do things together. Like I would take them different places, but I just wouldn't stop. I didn't want to just stop and be by myself. I even stopped going to church as frequently as I had been going. Like everything was just crazy. Then about 2006, I was like, you need to change this up. Clearly what you're doing is not working. <laughs> so something needs to change. You got you to gotta stop. You got to start asking God what direction he wants your life to go in. So I started reading The Purpose Driven Life. And it just so happened that the church was reading that book at the time and was doing like a series. So week to week, we were studying that book. That book was that book literally, I felt like it changed my entire life. Awesome like, book. I, awesome book. Yes. I never looked back from that moment on. That book was life to me. And so after reading that book, the pastor moved to another location and the church ended up splitting into a bunch of different churches all over the place. So I started studying with these young adults who were um, wanted to date, but they wanted to do it God's way. So 
it was me, it, maybe it was about three women, no, about maybe four women and, and two guys. And we would meet week to week and we would study the Bible and we was like, we really want to date, but we want to do it in the way that God wants us to do it. And, and how do we do that? And so we didn't know, but one young lady was like, she found this book, I think it was called, I Kiss Dating Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Yes. And we studied that book and it, it just, it started to, to change the course of our lives Shortly after that, one of the, the young lady who started the group got married, maybe about not even a full year, maybe six months later. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there because mm-hmm. this is getting juicy. But I want to <laughs> go back. <laughs> I want to go back to um, you guys meeting and finding out how to date um, according to God's will. What, did, what does that look like once you found out, you know, this is how we should date as Christians? What did that look like? So it looked more like not, I, I, I only, I'm trying to find the words to describe it because it's like you say dating, but it's not really dating. It's more like courting. Yes. Which is completely different from dating. And it doesn't sound like it is. It doesn't seem like it is, but it's actually very, very different because courting is, is very much more respectful. It's more, um, the person realizing exactly who you are and respecting all of that, right? They know that you're a Christian. They know that you want to do things the right way and they follow along in that path. Whereas a date is kind of like, you can go hang out, do what you want to do. You know, it's just a little bit different. Right. Um, and, and, and it's hard for me to describe, I guess, still, but I just know it felt different from a date. It wasn't a guy who picked me up and, you know, and we went to the movies and then he, you know, brought me home and we kissed goodnight. It wasn't that at all. It was more you feeding into who I am first, getting to know who I am first, and then the process of a date and then, you know, all of the things that come. Awesome. Yes. I just wanted to let them hear that. I've done podcasts <laughs> on, you know, courting versus dating, but it's just good to hear it, you know, from someone else. But that is absolutely correct. With courting, it's more accountability and it's more you really getting to know that, you know, know that person and also being in the will of God and following his direction and, you know, on the path that you should go, you know, within courting. Okay. So back to... <laughs> that got married after being in this group. So continue on with the story. So her name was Courtney. She got married shortly after being in a group. Um, And everyone rejoiced for her because we kind of kept in touch in that way. Um, And then, so from 2006, after reading The Purpose Driven Life, after Kiss, you know, reading I Kiss Dating Goodbye, I made the decision to be celibate. And I felt like that's what God wanted me to do. And the reason I felt that way was because I wasn't thinking it with a clear mind. I was like thinking in the way that I had been thinking my whole life, which is worldly or some Christian thoughts, but like not just stopping and listening to what God wanted me to do. And so I felt like if I was running from a clear place, then I would be able to not just speak to God, but hear back what he was trying to tell me. And so I felt like I needed to be celibate from, from sex, but also from things that had been going on in my life that, you know, running around and hanging out and clubbing. And so I just stopped all of that. My complete focus was my children 
myself, going to school. That's, that was it. My children, myself, and going to school. So I made sure that me and the kids did a lot more things together. I made sure that I studied my Bible a lot more and listened to what God was telling me and stopped doing things Jamie's way. Like I would wake up and just go, oh, today this is what I want to do, or this is what I think I'm supposed to do. But when I stopped and just started listening to what he wanted me to do, things just went, it was almost like I was living a dream. Things went so easily. My financial situation was not in shambles anymore. Like it's crazy, but if you're a Christian, you get it. If you're a believer, you get it. But, but somebody just looking in at it from, from different eyes would be like, girl, you making that up. No, (laughs) ma'am. My finances turned completely around just from me saying, I'm going to make the decision to stop doing what Jamie wants to do and listen to what God wants Jamie to do. And so for two years, I did, like I said, school, my kids work and myself and worked on myself. And then, um, school was nearing an end. I prayed and was like, okay, God, I feel like I'm more in a place now where I want to, to start dating again. And then I, um, also saw Juanita Bynum's No More Sheets. I think that's what it's called. What's it called? Juanita Bynum, No More Sheets. If I'm not mistaken, that's what it's called. And that, that video, it's a video, but also, um, her speaking, it was so powerful, so powerful. And what it talks about is pretty much of how, how can you present yourself to an individual with all this stuff you got, you carrying around with you? Like you, if you was with somebody before, you think you're not carrying the emotional baggage behind it. Soul So mm-hmm. exactly. That's exactly what it was about. That's exactly what it was about. Soul ties. And so she said, you know, you have to clear that first before you can start talking about looking for a husband. Like you can't be talking about looking for somebody that you want to spend your life with when you have all these other ties, you're still connected to these other people. When certain things come up regarding this ex, you still have feelings. So if you still have feelings, you don't need to be dealing with anybody else yet. And so I went through that whole no more sheets thing. And I, and I was like, okay, God, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm ready now. And maybe it was a couple months um, before I met my husband. So I I would hang out with my sisters and a a good friend. I would hang out with them and um, I would meet guys. But immediately it was almost like God gave me new eyes, like discernment, like never before. And I was able to weed out very quickly which I had never been able to do in my whole life. I've had bad relationship after bad relationship after bad relationship (laughs) and stayed in them because either I was too weak to leave or I just didn't recognize what wasn't for me. With this, after, after my celibacy, I literally went into it with new eyes and I was able to weed out very quickly what was not for me. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I definitely have to say that, um, and what I say to my listeners, to my babes here is that you have to get in relationship with God in order to get those new eyes that you had, you had to get in 
deeper relationship with him, leave the old things behind to get into his will of celibacy because that is his will for us not to be having sex before marriage. And this is why you were able to discern, you know, these men, you know, that were coming that were the counterfeits before the actual kingdom man came. And, you know, within my program, um, the chose for the chosen 10, my 90 day prepared to be found program. That is the first thing that we will cover is getting into relationship with God. That's the basis for anything. Because if you don't have that relationship, if you don't have that foundation with God, everything else is, is not just, it's not going to be in order. So, I mean, yes, what you're saying is absolutely, absolutely the truth. Yes. Yes. So we, that that's exactly, I literally was able to weed out right away. Like I went on a date and, and immediately was able to see the things that this guy was doing that was not for me. And so that date was the first and the last date and it never happened again. And then I went on another date, maybe weeks later, because that one, I was just like, okay, God, this is not the best start to this new, <laughs> this new situation. And, and I went on another date and this guy seemed amazing and he was cool and, you know, everything was cool. And for me, my interest at that point was if I'm going to be, you know, praising God and I'm going to be going to church, I need a believer with me. I need someone that I know believes as well. And I kind of feel like that particular guy was on the fence on religion. He was kind of like, well, how do you know religion is real? And how, oh, wow, this is a quick date. <laughs> quick and over. Thank right. you. It's yep, been nice. Thanks, next. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you think that you're able to function day to day, how you think you got that apartment that you're living in and that car you're driving and you still got that good job that you have. I don't know how you thought you got all that, but. Listen, however you think you got it, whether it was the energy that you brought to yourself, because somehow we are able to do that on our own, right? Mm -hmm. Then you keep doing that. I'm over here. I'm going to church and I'm believing in God because <laughs> that's what I do. So that was a quick one and done. And then um, maybe about two months later, I graduated from college with my bachelor's and my sister and my friend and maybe my sister's friend, we went out. We went to hang out that night, celebrate my, my graduation. And as we're leaving the club, my husband, who was not my husband at the time, but this guy stops me and he's like, I was watching you all night. I really like the way you carry yourself and I would like to get to know you a little more. I'm like, what you talking about? You a bouncer. You probably talk to all girls. That's come. He was like, that's not who I am but I really would like to get to know you. And I was like, okay. He was like, here's my phone, put your number in. I'm going to give you my number. And we exchanged numbers. And I was like, okay, let's see. Right. Cause you know, women, we like to test. Like, let me see how long it's going to take him to call me. It's probably going to be days later. <laughs> we got to play the game. <laughs> he called the, the very next day and he, and, and the conversation was like amazing. And he was a believer and he had been going to church his whole life. And so I was like, oh, he's nice. You know, let's just see. And we would talk and we would hang out and everything we did was very like, you know, we would hang out, we would go to the park and sit and talk, go out to eat, but everything was early. Like he would have me back to the house early, you know, cause he knew I had children. And so it was kind of like, I like that. 
And then he was like, oh, you know, I want to take you on a trip. And I'm like, take me on a trip? I don't know. <laughs> you know, we're going to have to have separate rules. Okay, you know, whatever you want, it's okay. You know, I'm fine with that. And he was a gentleman the whole time. When I came back from that trip, I literally said to my siblings, if this guy is not my husband, he was a great man, period. Like, I knew that if nothing else came out of it, that he was a good guy. And that he would be good for anybody. Like, he's a good guy. And I was like, but that's if he's not mine. And so they laughed. (laughs) We laughed about it, you know, and we continued to date for months later. And maybe it might have been about six months in. And he was like, listen, I'm not for games. I'm, and, and he was like, and I knew that, you know, I wasn't about playing games. I've already done that in my life. I'm looking for somebody that wants to be a wife. And I was like, oh. Great, because that's what I'm looking for. I don't want to play games. I want a man who knows that he wants to be somebody's husband and he's ready to settle down. And so I think it was about, we, we started hanging, we met in May. We kind of started hanging out officially maybe like July or August of that year. And then he proposed the following May, which was my birthday. And, and, and we got married a year after that. So we were together for a year um, and, and to together officially two years before we got married so that is my story awesome Awesome. so i mean a beautiful beautiful story and i mean exactly how not exactly how everyone's story should be but how that kingdom man will pursue he's not going to have you out late nights he's not going to you know try to you know get your goods, you know, yeah. so to speak, you know, he, he's going to treat you like a queen. You're going to feel that you are a queen because you are a queen. You know, we're, we're, we come from royalty. Okay. Oh, we're more, more precious than rubies. So, oh. I mean, you're going to feel this from this man. It's going to be a totally different feeling from what you have felt, you know, in the past and what you saw in the past. So your eyes are going to see something different. Your heart is going to feel something different when you, you know, when this man does come across cross you. So always have your discernment up when it comes to counterfeits. Now, I do want to ask you in regards to preparing for him, because I'm all about helping, um, you know, my single sisters out here prepare to be found by their husband, just as you were found. So um, outside of the celibacy, what else, what other steps did you take to prepare? And you may have not even known that you were preparing, but if you just think back, what were like additional things to the celibacy that you did before you were found by your husband? The purpose-driven life, like I said, that was life for me. I feel like that alone taught me how to pray and, and, and be in communication with God. Like I never, I literally thought prayer was at night on my knees, our father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. And that's it. Like I thought that that was prayer. And it wasn't until I read that book, like you can have a conversation, a regular conversation with God, talk to God like he's your friend. And when I started to do that and, and reading, I did a lot of reading, like I literally was trying to read. So like I said, it was the purpose driven life, but it was also a lot of um, devotional books. Uh, I think Joyce Meyer at the time had some devotional books out well she always has devotional books out but I love Joyce (laughs) but I was reading those then and um I also really liked at the time Paula White so I did I just did a lot of studying on being a Christian because I wanted to be a better Christian 
So it was more about getting myself right with God versus getting myself right with God for a husband. I don't think I intended, just like you said, it wasn't intentionally to look for someone, but it was in preparation for being a better Christian. And, um, which then led me to have discernment, which then led me to my husband. So prayer, a lot of prayer, a lot of studying and celibacy. Exactly. And I mean, again, I didn't know that I was preparing for my husband as I was going through the wilderness in 2018 until God actually downloaded that I just prepared, you know, for my husband and prepared for my purpose to help other women prepare for their husband. So, you know, he, he works in mysterious ways. I mean, I know that sounds cliche, but he definitely works in mysterious ways and have you go through certain things on his training ground in order to make you and equip you for what he has for you later down the line. And you have no idea what he is preparing for until he reveals it in front of your eyes or is just a download from the Holy Spirit. So he is just so awesome um in in that way and i mean how could you just not glorify him i mean i just i i I love him i love him to death and and that's another thing you have to love him you have to have he has to sit on the throne of your hearts my babes he has you already have to be married to jesus before you can be married to anyone else because this is where you learn how to submit you learn how to submit you learn how to love i mean the love of jesus is like no other type of love the love of god you know so you definitely have to be married to Jesus before you can even go out here and be married to anyone else. I do want to ask you one more question because um, this is one of the top things when I talk to certain single women um, that are interested in preparing to be um, a wife, their self-esteem comes into play. Their confidence comes into play. And for the most part, some of them have low self-esteem, low confidence. So in in that time of just, you know, even when your husband, your future husband at the time came up to you, how was your confidence at that time? How was your self-esteem? Um, I feel like prior to meeting him, it was low. And it was because of the relationships I had been in. And so you know, I was, I was kind of like over that time of being by myself, I started to learn of who Jamie was and what Jamie likes and what Jamie doesn't like. And it started to grow. Um, so I feel like when I met him, I was definitely a more confident individual, but I feel like what he brought to, what he brought to it also helped in that confidence because he just, it was almost like God led him to speak and say, listen, I'm not whoever you dealt with before, right? I know your story. You told me your story. I, I know your story, right? I'm not any of those guys and I would never be any of those guys. I'm going to show you with my actions who I am. And, and it's especially for women, like we need to know that we can trust you. And that made me feel like I could trust him. But my confidence had to be at the, I had to at least be comfortable with Jamie before I could be comfortable with Jamie and Orlando. So absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, before I let you go for today, if you could just tell my listeners out here, just some advice that you have for, you know, my single babes in waiting that are waiting and that are trying to prepare for their kingdom husbands, what advice do you have for them? So definitely, um, celibacy for sure. Like I really felt like that gave me a, a very clear mind 
Um, but not when I say celibacy, I mean it not just with sex. I mean with all the things that are getting in your way, whether that be too much TV, whether that be too much hanging out, whether that be too much gossiping with your friends, whether that whatever that is for you, because you know what it is. Um, because even for sometimes for me, somebody said to me, oh, you should fast. And I tried fasting and praying and God was like, you know what you need to fast from? You need to fast from TV. Turn it off. Mm -hmm. So for me, the fast wasn't so much food at that time. It was me getting caught up into the, the drama on TV. And so whatever, whatever celibacy is for you, whatever the thing is you need to stop doing, that's what, including sex, that's what you need to do. When you mentioned um, submitting, that was like offensive to me. <laughs> submission I was like submission what <laughs> so but going along this journey I'm telling you it has taught me just like you said you have to submit like you have to be open to submitting and first submitting to God because if it wasn't for him ordering my steps it wouldn't have led me to my husband and then meeting my husband being like a strong man that he is when he would say things to me I would look at him like I'm a, I was a single mom by myself for a long time. So him coming in, I'm like, what, where are you coming from? Like, hmm? I've been doing this by myself for a long time. But then I was like, Jamie, what did God say? Right. And then I had to learn like slowly, but surely I'm like, you know what? You're right. You're the man, you're the man of the house. And I learned to submit, which I'm telling you was offensive to me before. I was like, ain't nobody submitting. That's so 1940s. <laughs> that's so 19 who's doing that i'm not doing that but but he literally like he's shown me my husband has shown me that it's not a bad thing because he's not going to over abuse it and so that i think that's what made me comfortable too like i don't mind i i didn't mind submitting to god um learning to submit to a man was a little bit difficult for me at the at the beginning but like i said but the fact that he didn't try to abuse that he wasn't like trying to be like, you can't go the hair and you can't do this. And you, that wasn't what he was saying. It was more of a, a respect thing. Like I'm the man of the house. Now I want to be the one who makes the rules on this and this and that. When, when it comes to these things that if you, you know, that's your corner, if you want to do it, whatever you want. I was like, okay. Oh, so we mutually got mutual respect. Yeah. Okay. So I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I did have to learn to submit. But um, so submitting definitely is a part of the step. So praying, 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 talking to God, like a real conversation, just like God is your friend. Um, celibacy, for sure, from whatever that thing is that you need to be celibate from and submission. Absolutely. And what you were saying about submission, um, the right man, you have to submit to the right man. You yes. can't submit to all men. Anybody, right? Okay. <laughs> it's not just any Joe Smo out on no. the streets. You cannot mm -hmm. because they will, abuse like you said, it. they will abuse it. They will, they will control. They won't lead. Okay. Right. So, you know, a, a man, a kingdom man, a godly man leads, he doesn't control. And right. this is why you two were able to come to a happy place because he's leading. He's not controlling because right. he still knows that, you know, who you are as a woman. He knows that a man has his function and a woman has his function, though equal different functions. Yes. So, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, so again, ladies, you cannot submit to every you cannot no. cater to 
Mm-mm. Cater to me, Beyonce and the crew. You cannot Mm-mm. go out here and submit <laughs> no. to every man out here. So, Jamie, I just want to thank you for thank coming you. on today. This has been an awesome conversation. I mean, I, I just really enjoyed it. I just cannot wait, you know, for everyone to hear this, um, <laughs> hear this podcast because it's definitely, you know, inspiring. And I know it's inspiring for my single babes out there who are waiting um, for their future husbands and just to let you guys know if you are a single woman you do have the desire to uh, be found by your kingdom husband I am now still accepting applications for my 90-day prepare to be found it is a 90-day intensive group mentorship that only 10 women will be able to enter into and there are only a few spots left and I call these women the chosen 10 because I'm not choosing you per se it's God choosing who's going to be in this program he wants 10 women in this program and he wants to do all the choosing I'm just doing the legwork here and then you know he's going to choose exactly who he wants to be in this program and these are the women who will go through these this 90 days of getting in closer relationship with God finding out who you are as a woman finding out the function of a man and your function as well finding what your purpose is that you need to be working on right now before you know your your kingdom husband comes just finding out what that is so you can start to get in the fields and start to work within your purpose as well as stop attracting all the wrong men and we're going to have a big celebration at the end of this 90-day mentorship in Miami Florida at the blueprint conference and retreat so and that is another thing if you have not yet signed up to get the information for the blueprint conference and retreat make sure that you click the link in bio both links are in the show notes I mean I'm not on Instagram but both um, links are in the bio for the application for the mentorship as well as for the conference make sure that you sign up for both and let's go ahead and get you prepared to be found within 90 days your whole life is going to transform it does not take God long to do what he needs to do when you are in his perfect will so make sure that you go ahead and sign up for that and I will see you guys on the next podcast bye-bye